page 204 from the book, The Doctrine Concerning New Testament Ministry, Part 2, Chapter 7, Women's Ministry. In the beginning, God created man, male, and female in his own image. He created them as one and called their name Adam. Male and female, he created them and blessed them and called their name Adam. In the day when they were created, Genesis chapter 5, verse 2. The word Adam is simply the Hebrew word for man. The stated purpose of separating the woman from the side of the man was for fellowship. Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 and 20. When Adam and Eve sinned, that first creation was marked. They lost the image of God and came under the curse of sin and death. A curse came upon Adam and a curse came upon Eve. In Christ, that curse is removed. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. We are restored to wholeness, holiness, and eternal life. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 22. We, both men and women, are also restored to the image of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. In Christ, we are a new creation. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And in him there is neither male nor female. Christ is the second man, the last Adam. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45 to verse 49. The church, the new creation in Christ, is the bride of Christ, joined to him in one spirit for eternal fellowship. That which we have seen and heard, we declare on 2, page 205, you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son, Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 1, verse 3. The fullness of all that is Christ is, that has Christ has done for us will not be revealed until we leave this flesh and enter into his eternal presence. In the spirit, we enjoy the first fruits of these blessings now. In this present flesh, however, we still groan under the curse and limitations of the first creation waiting for the new redeemed body. Romans chapter 8, verses 17 to 23. The separate and distinct role of the woman concerns only this temporary life in the flesh and in that sense it concerns particularly her relationship with her husband in the marriage bond in the spirit there is neither male nor female and there is no marriage in the life to come the new testament ministry is primarily the ministry of the spirit second corinthians chapter 3 verses 6 and 8 as such it is equally available to all who are in the spirit both men and women Nevertheless, while we yet remain in this mortal flesh, there are certain differences, accommodations, and conditions which we must take into account concerning our conduct in this world. It is therefore prudent and scriptural that men should take the leadership in the church. Certain aspects of the New Testament ministry, especially the public, ceremonial, and priestly functions, such as administering water baptism, serving the Lord's Supper, performing of marriages, ordination of ministers, etc., must be performed by male ministers. Page 206. On the other hand, women are uniquely qualified to minister to other women and to children. Paul especially in, so indicates, the aged woman likewise, that they be in behavior has becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, 
chest, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Titus chapter 2, verses 3 to 5. Notice here that the qualifications given for those aged women who are to teach are similar to those given for bishops and deacons, indicating that they are also ministers of the church. Those who are living in the one flesh marriage relationship have distinct conditions upon their lives. Married women especially will find the need to devote much of their lives to their husbands, their children, and their homes. Especially, they must be correctly related to their husbands under his authority as the entire church is to the Lord. A married woman's ministry is primarily in her own home. Concerning that ministry, Paul says that she is to guide the house. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 14. The word to guide in the Greek is oikodespotio, from oikos meaning house, and despotio meaning to rule. Dr. Strong's explained it has to be the head, that is, rule, a family. The New International Version has to manage their homes. Under the authority assigned to her by her husband, she is to rule the house and the children, and domestic servants, etc., are to obey her. End of recording. Glory be to God.